Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jelly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jelly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite. Whoa. Like, whoa. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. I was wondering why I couldn't hear nothing. It's because my headphones weren't on my ears. <laughs> okay, so this dude didn't hear that big, loud noise I'm like, <laughs> Nope. Anywho, you already know what this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast, where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, it's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. O'Shea Bats in the third, aka Young Denzel, aka Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, mm-hmm. aka Nady Crosby, aka Baby Nate, aka Belly Rowan, aka Robert Balmain Jr., aka Young Caesar Christ, aka him, aka uh. Roly Pardon me if you notice my voice cracking a little bit. I just got done screaming at somebody. And now I'm losing my voice. It is Joaquin Pennyworth, a.k.a. K. Pennyworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Fix My Life and Z, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. Knife Guy, a.k.a. Book Engaging K. Who do you want me to book for? Uh, Leo B. Gyllenhaal, Winter Spectacular. A.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. I already said that. A.K.A. Young Black <laughs> Young Black Phillip, A.K.A. Kayanya Taylor Joy, A.K.A. Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Egg Boy, and if my voice crack, I don't know how, why I'm losing my voice, I don't feel sick, but uh, I'm still gonna go for this. <clears throat> Sweet lady, <laughs> would, would you, you be, be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. <laughs> I that was beautiful. Dang. All right, you seen any movies since the last episode? I think I just sat in the theater of one, <laughs> and that will be mother exclamation point. All right, I saw that as well, so let me quickly go over the movie I saw before that, before we talk about that. I watched Crown Heights at Cr- the movies with your boy Lakeith Stanfield's Mother Blacks. <laughs> 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 when I sat down on this movie, I didn't know they was going to have accents. Oh, Mind you, I didn't see any trailer or nothing. I just saw the movie was playing. I was like, oh, what is this? It had him, and I read a synopsis, so I got good reviews, so I watched it. So I thought they little, uh, I don't know, they wasn't Jamaican accents. They was like uh, one of them accents. They had those. I thought they was going to be annoying. 
But they weren't. It was cool. Uh, some notes for the movie. So I don't know if if you don't know what the movie's about. It's about this like eighteen year old kid played by Lakeith. He gets arrested for uh, supposedly killing this other black kid. He didn't do it though. So he goes on trial, gets convicted of the murder with the actual murderer, and he goes to jail for like twenty something years. And it just shows the process of him in jail and then his either brother or friend still don't know who his character was <laughs> him working to get him out of jail and then you know because it's based on a true story it ends up working out for him in the end so the notes i have for the movie um he ended up marrying this chick in the movie that he knew from back in the day they end up getting married while he was in jail but before they got married they had conjugal visits and whatnot and i was like oh i thought conjugal visits was only for married people but Guess not. Um, <laughs> I already mentioned my thing about the accents. This is uh, another, like I said, it's another one of those justice system doing the black man wrong type of movies. Just you know that we've been getting a lot lately, but they work in this this uh, point in time because of all the situations that we see on the news. The movie wasn't slow like I thought it was going to be. I actually thought it was interesting just to see the whole messed up process that it took for him to fight to get out of jail on with his part and then on the outside with his his peoples and whatnot so ultimately i thought the movie was good it's one of those movies that i ain't gonna probably watch again or have interest in watching again because it has a an upsetting story that you don't like to watch i mean i know i talk about watching fruitville station all the time <laughs> i think that's a great movie and i've come to realize as a recent i can't watch that movie that much anymore because it just like it still hits me the same like dang it's sad i don't know why i did not feel that yeah i don't, I don't know why i'm such a softy i mean about four or five times in i still feel that way should have been went away but so if you're looking for you know one of these type of joints check out crown heights and this time Keith Stanfield actually does a good job in the movie to make up for his bad job that he did in uh, Death Note. So I was happy to see that. And everybody else did a solid job in the movie as well. And it was just some messed up stuff. Like um, when he was on trial with the dude who actually killed him, he told that dude, like, dude, I don't even know you. Why are you not saying that I did or not? I didn't do this? And the other dude was uh, the dude who was actually guilty was like, I don't know nothing about what you've gone through. I'm just <laughs> worried about me. I ain't got nothing to do with what's going on with you. And then they threw a little bargain at that guy. Say, if you confess, you only get like a few years. And then Lakeith's character will be able to walk away scot-free. He was like, nope, I'm not guilty. <laughs> so, of course, he ends up being guilty. But he was a juvenile. So, he got less years than Lakeith's character got. So it was just a bunch of messed up stuff like that. And it was clear as day that he didn't do it. Like, even the evidence and stuff they had were just terrible. It just shows, like, when somebody puts all their sight on one person, they just go after it no matter if it's wrong or right. So that's Crown Heights. If you might as well just catch it on, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to ever put that on, like, HBO or something because I'm pretty sure it's not at the theaters no more. Hi, right, moving on to, I would say, the big movie of the weekend, but that's still it. Yeah. Moving on to the dud. I want to know where that came from. Yeah, that is crazy. Six for it was supposed to make. They thought it was gonna make like what fifty million this weekend. Ended up making like sixty million. That's crazy. So that's a freaking full blown box office. Hey, right, so I know what I'm gonna get at Comic Con next year. I'm gonna give me like a Pennywise mask or oh, yeah. doll or something. <laughs> but uh, so moving on to the dud of the weekend. 
Mother, what we both saw. Yep. One of the. I kind of saw it. <laughs> I don't know how qualified I am to speak on it. All right. I've seen this movie twice and been okay, reading well, about yeah, it I all weekend. To, I need to see it a second time because five to ten minutes in is when I went ahead and took <laughs> probably one of my longest theater naps I have ever. I'm trying to. Yeah, it was probably longer than uh, Circles. Because Circle, Oof. I was awake to see. I kept waking up periodically. Like, is this movie got good yet? No. Nope. John Wega still is not doing so well. <laughs> My mother, I slept. When did I wake up? This was, this was really one of the ones where I was up at the beginning. <laughs> slept until the end. And then woke <laughs> up at the end. And I probably would have still been sleeping if it wasn't for Jennifer Lawrence screeching at the top of her lungs, so keeping you, me awake. So you probably woke up and was like, what in the world is I, going on? I, I caught up, but I see what everybody else was mad at because I was slept on details and stuff. Uh, I did some reading and stuff, but just to catch my own self up from a movie I ain't watched. Well, you probably do feel like the majority of everybody else who watched this movie. Because I've seen this movie twice in two different theaters in two different cities. And the first city I watched it in, it was a lot less people. But see, this is when your stereotypes are correct. <laughs> I'm in the theater, sitting down, black couple, a black family comes in. I'm like, oh. And I'm like, it is down the hall. Why are y'all in this movie? There is nothing about this movie that caters to y'all's audience. This movie was you either you only gonna see it if you like Darren Afronsky, however you pronounce his name. <laughs> if you like Jennifer Lawrence, if you happen to just be like a Javier Bardem fan, which is yeah. I don't know, like people who just go seeking out his movies just yeah, in particular because he in it. I ain't never even heard someone say that's my favorite actor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great actor, yeah, but that's weird. I don't think Ed Harris has like a diehard fan base. <laughs> Maybe Michelle Pfeiffer still got a bunch of fans out there. I don't know. But other than that, I don't think there's anything that like particularly is a calling card, unless you like the mysterious aspect that this movie was. If you thought, like a lot of people thought, this was going to be a horror movie, then maybe. Nope. But it's not. It's not too cut and dried, even promoted as a horror movie. So I don't see why just a, it seems like a casual movie fan would go <laughs> see this. But anyways. So they, they come in. I'm like, this movie, uh. <laughs> They sit down. The the boy that was with him, I don't know if he's a boy or a man. I don't know. He said something real loud as the movie started. And the the mom or whatever, she confronted him like, oh, no, we don't do that. No, we, we don't act like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, so maybe we got a civilized group here. Nope. As soon as she said that, she herself had a comment for everything that was oh, going on Lord. in the movie. And then I guess that gave... This other black couple at the bottom of the theater, they gave them, like, the freedom and the open and willingness to be like, oh, if they having a hoot and hollering good time up there talking to the screen, <laughs> then we're going to join in. So then they all just started making sound effects and noises and comments and whatnot. Mind you, this is a movie where you're watching it, you'll be looking at it, and to yourself, you'll be saying, what is going on? <laughs> but if you're in a theater with other people, you keep that stuff to yourself. Or at least say it quietly. <laughs> Don't say it out loud like you watched the movie at home. Then when I seen the movie for a second time in a more packed theater, it was a lot quieter. Nah. So I was like, see, that's sad when two, four <laughs> people can make the movie seem like it's a packed house. But anyways, so back to the movie itself. 
I fell asleep maybe <laughs> I think about a minute the first time because the scene where um, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's character and Jennifer Lawrence when she goes to get the lemonade I, I fell asleep because it went from <laughs> like her coming in the house and then them like having a conversation walking through the uh, walking through the house with the lemonade in their hands I didn't see how the lemonade got to their hands so I missed that like section. Man, I can't. I think I was like up the second time I saw it, but my my eyes was getting heavy, so I wasn't fully taking <laughs> in like another scene later in the movie that I already saw. Mm. Either way, I've seen both viewings. I was able to see the whole movie all together. Okay. So off of a uh, limited viewing that you watched it, what'd you think about it? It was interesting. I want to. It makes me want to see it again. It wasn't the slept through and parts I was awake on like bad movie like Circle was <laughs> so it, what I saw was enough for me to want to see it all the way through and it wasn't crazy long so it's something I could watch again and you but, said you said you read about it too yeah I read a little bit about it not enough cause I want to see it again okay but, so, so you didn't like read exactly what I wrote I write like the meaning and stuff uh, okay but I could get that from what I actually saw which was the end, and the fact that I was able to get some of that, <laughs> like, it was a meaning of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, because when I was watching it, I knew. This now, is the all stuff sp- that was happening, like, what is this? But when he, I can do spoil, when he, whatever that thing was, the diamond crystal, yeah. when he pulled that out, that's what I was like, oh, that's his little earth that he's trying to get perfect. Yeah. And he keeps redoing it. Now, what I want to know is, was that a recognizable actress? Who, the last one? Yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. I was, she looked CGI'd. I was like, who is that? <laughs> another white person. Right. <laughs> or they might have, they might have, like, CGI'd her face onto Jennifer Lawrence's body because the way they moved in that bed was exactly the same. It really was. So, they could, that's a possibility. That'd be a dumb expense if they did that. That's just a waste <laughs> of money. <laughs> you got like, anybody. Like, that's how your budget got to $30 because all we were doing this stupid stuff. Oh, man. All right, but um, all right. So you thought it was interesting, good enough yeah. to see again? Yeah. <laughs> Both times I saw the movie, there was somebody who yelled out loud after the movie was over. Does anybody know what this movie's about? <laughs> the the yeah. first time, this guy was like, "Yo, if anybody knows what this movie's about, please tell me." <laughs> Ain't nobody know. And then the second time I saw it, this lady stood up, turned around, like, "Does anybody know what this movie was about?" And I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "All right, can you tell me?" So I explained it to her, and they was just like. Oh, but um, so the first viewing I had for it, I'm sitting there, I'm watching this. My body, my mind went through mixed emotions throughout the time. First, I was like, this movie's slow. <laughs> and then, yeah, I didn't like the pacing at the beginning. It did once uh, Ed Harris and Michelle Fiverr came in. That's when it got entertaining, got funny, because they was just rude. <laughs> um, and then when, did you see this, where you awake when they heard their sons came? Nah. <laughs> when that scene came, that's when you knew you was watching something weird. Because their whole confrontation escalated very quickly. And then and then that went away. And then just from that scene on, the movie just got crazy to the the third act, which is one of the craziest third yeah. acts in a movie I've ever seen that in my entire nutty. life. <laughs> it was almost annoying. At first, I was, I was like, what in the world is going on? This is... This is a crazy. The whole it's crazier when you sleepy. <laughs> when you sleepy, it's like, did my ah, <laughs> go to sleep? 
now every time I wake up, I'm seeing the same thing. <laughs> Until like the very last one when she gets crazy. You would think you hallucinating yeah, the way. That was nuts. Because when she transitions from room to room, it's a the house gets worse and worse, and it's it just uh, the people get crazier and crazier, yeah. and just the transformation is just wild. But things flip for me. Um, did you see this scene with their uh, her baby? I think I was eyes open real quick. Back shut. So I don't know exactly what happened. All right, I won't spoil that part. But I'll just say when the scene with her child comes and how that goes. <laughs> I'm a... Uh, Hold on. Did I see that? Like after she gave birth to the kid and then what happened? Was that at the very, very end? Uh... It was at the end, but it was before. It was like a few minutes before, like the whole uh, the house burning down, and so I was awake, but I don't really <laughs> remember it for some reason. <laughs> All right, I won't spoil exactly what happens. I'll just say when that happened, and then there's this. <laughs> I'm trying not to use spoiling words, but what happened in that scene? That's when I immediately like. I don't know what this movie's about, but I, <laughs> I like the the risk this movie is taking because this is a type of movie like you got to be a certain. For you got to be, you have to have cachet in Hollywood to have a yeah. big production company or big studio <laughs> like Paramount make this movie, give you thirty million dollars for it, and put it out on two thousand plus screens. You you gotta have some sort of like leverage because this is a this is an indie movie written all over it because the this is just a dark film it's very risky you can see from how the rea- the reactions is getting from audience members because it's got an F cinema score that is crazy which in this in this movie it's not fair for this movie to have an F cinema score because every person who's gonna walk out of or majority of the people except for like the smart ones. They're not. They're gonna walk out of it like, what did I just see? <laughs> it's to in order. You gotta understand the movie and then compare it back to what you just saw to be like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. So that this one is like, isn't a movie you're just asking not to make your money back, but it just sucks. But I seen with the kid when I saw that it went from movie just being wild to movie being wild. Me still not exactly knowing what was going on, but be like, ah, this movie's dope. I like it. And then it ends, and I knew from I knew like once the uh, like his after he finished the poem and like he started having a bunch of people come over, I knew he was supposed to be like a prophet of some sorts. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put the pieces together that she was like Mother Earth and like the whole uh, Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden, all that biblical stuff that they were able to portray in the movie. I didn't get that till after I watched the movie and read about it. And after I read about it, this became one of my favorite movies that I've probably ever seen <laughs> because it's in the same realm as I look at it with Enemy. I got you got those. I got movies that I like how they do metaphors and like allegory crap. How they able to portray that in movies to convey a message. I like that. That's what I love about Enemy, and that's what I love about this movie. I like them type of movies. Then you got your you're just straight up surface level great entertaining movies like the Avengers, all the Marvel movies, uh, Star Wars, is of the World, the um, The Departed, all those other movies I love. I like those for di- separate reasons. Those are movies I can watch more often. 
but just like strict like filmmaking and techniques and the way that they were used. This is definitely up there. At first, because I was, I was watching the movie, I was like, Darren, 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 <laughs> you got another dud because Noah was trash. I was like, he got another, he got another, he got another bad one. <laughs> and then when it was finished, I was like, oh, this dude's a genius. This dude is a genius. So I thought the movie was great. I really, I loved it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year so far. I'm going to do a second viewing, sit in the room, try not to be on my phone during it. <laughs> nah, I can't just stare at the TV no more. <laughs> I mean, I can see why people don't like it. I can see why people don't like it. I can see why they, even when they do find out what it is, why they still don't like it. But for me, I like movies like this. And the fact that this one's like double layered. It deals with the religion stuff. And then also deals with the creative process of like an artist and how he treats the people around him. And how he'll go as far to do like these crazy things to get his work out there. And how he wants his work to be received and stuff like that. So I thought all that work put into it, I thought it was dope. I think it's dope. He took the risk to make the movie that stars were uh, bold enough to star in this movie. Because Jennifer Lawrence, her last movie was Passengers. So (laughs) even though she's one of my favorite actresses and I'm fine with where her career is at, I can see where other people would be like, you don't need two back-to-back duds on your resume (laughs) right about now. Risky. yeah, you, we know you did the Hunger Games, and that was popping. You got a bunch of Academy Award nominations, and you got a win under your belt, so, and you young. So. And you're going to be in the next X-Men again after we thought everybody was leaving. Right, and the last one was trash, so technically she might have two back to... Right now, she got three disappointments in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. It's three straight ones. You got Apocalypse. It could be, depending on when this next movie come out. She could go on a streak of, for in some people's eyes, bad movies. I think her next movie is Red, uh, Red Sparrow or whatever. All right, that's going to be, if that's great, then we take a little break. But whenever that next X-Men come out, I'm counting it on her resume, even if she in it for like a split second. <laughs> that movie better be good. That, that franchise <laughs> It sounds like too much. I'm just mad at the fact they got all these different properties going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Combine them, bad boys. You don't need a New Mutants and a regular X-Men movie. They finished New Mutants filming fast. it. Where's the pictures? <laughs> well, why was it so fast? <laughs> this is gonna I be- have no <laughs> remnants of that it was filmed. I, all I remember is uh, they took... Uh, what's that one girl from Game of Thrones? She, uh, Maisie, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, I remember her. She took a picture with the other, the other one of the white dudes who's in the movie. I think the dude from Stranger Things. I think, I don't know. They took a picture of like a stairwell together, letting them know they about to start shooting. <laughs> I feel like that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they filmed that movie very fast. So maybe this is this is y'all low-budget version of the uh, X-Men movies. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. I read an article that uh, Marvel uh, MCU is being very sneaky and about to snatch X-Men and Fantastic Four back. Good. I hope that comes true, especially because Stan Lee is hinting at it, too. They need Fantastic Four back just so they can use... They don't even got to use the Fantastic Four themselves. Use them as lie characters. Uh, or use their, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, use their villains. Use the characters that <laughs> they have uh, also attachment of if you don't want to just use them. Yeah, if you use like one or two of them. And they should use X... They should buy, get X-Men back and then hire Fox. Like, hey, we'll let y'all work with us to shoot some of these movies because we can't do them all ourselves. Yeah, we ain't doing all these. But we just want to be able to use these characters. We're gonna bring Wolverine. We're gonna bring Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman back. He's gonna be in the I Avengers. Mean, he really would do one. Oh, he would be six years old. He'd still probably be like, "Yeah, I'll come do one Avengers movie or That's all something." I need, 
Hey. You know, we, then they somehow gonna have if they do that they'll have Deadpool. Yep. And we gotta figure out how they. <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna y'all can't change that. Y'all gotta let that be. But uh, they gonna start all over by the time they get all them. <laughs> probably. Then Ryan Reynolds probably be like fifty. I keep forgetting he's already up. Is he like what forty four or something? Something crazy. Yeah, he uh, he got a couple more years. But um, so he ending off with Mother. Great movie. It's sad that it's made this little amount of money. It definitely ain't making. It probably ain't making its budget back because it would have made like nah. seven point something million. Then there's two major movies that come out this weekend and a bunch of little limited release joints. And then from here we got. It's, it's just a. Uh, they're just. It's not looking good for them. Their their opportunity was to make money this weekend and they didn't do it. It sucks. Um, when a movie star and Dylan O'Brien make almost twice as much as. <laughs> Dang, Dylan O'Brien better start in Jennifer Lawrence. He wishes in his dreams. But I mean, uh, I mean the numbers say so. <laughs> yeah, the numbers support it. Dang, he wishes. I don't know why I even know who the director is. Who is the director? I was about to say Michael Keaton, but I know he ain't an actor director. I think that dude's name is Michael. Of course. Michael something. I don't know why that just made me think of I was reading this article about how Cat, the movie Catwoman actually got some good reviews when it came out <laughs> by notable publications. Oh, we all know that's a joke. But yeah, so Mother, great movie. I enjoy it. I'm going to definitely cop it when it gets out. I love it. I can watch it again just for its meaning and everything. Just an entertaining movie. And, it, and it's humorous, too. It gets funny, too, at points. <laughs> and I just like this. Is, this is a movie that should be like studied in like film schools and stuff because it's on that level. You would think my boy... Denis V, or how you pronounce his name, if he, he messed around and made this movie. So, this uh, this uh, put Darren Arfrahoshki, uh, it put him in the cachet of, he's not my favorite director, but it, it bumped him up into that level where I can talk about him as one of my favorites out, because he got, when you, when you put two classic movies out, in my opinion, with that and Black Swan, then I'm going to put you up in that level and you can get that discussion. Uh, all right, we can go ahead and move on to some topics for the show. I ain't got no past episode reflections because I ain't listened to the last episode yet. <laughs> so hopefully the next episode I have some of that for y'all. You got anything you want to open up with? Nope, I forgot to write any sort of games down. <laughs> all right, then we're going to get to some topics for this week. This is just random, but I just read today that... uh. The rumor is that Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum might star in like a Beverly Hills Cop 4. I don't know. Where's the black person? Where's the <laughs> I think it was Beverly Hills I was so annoyed by it that I didn't even take an interest in looking it up or reading it. I think I just... also on top of that, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. From when I saw that, I was white like... White and white people, buddy cop comedies don't seem... Yeah, they seem kind of trash. Unless it's 21 uh, Jump Street. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, uh, Channing Tatum already has 21 Jump Street. What do he need to do something like this yeah, for? I don't like that. Where is that at? I it think better it, not be that. I think it was. I think it was Beverly Hills Cop 4. I saw that 4. That is crazy. Like, how you go from Eddie Murphy to... To the whole... Po- oh, Lord. <laughs> to Ritz Crackers. Now, they would have said uh, Bad Boys 3 with Shannon Tatum and Tom Hardy. Yep, Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum eyed, eyed for Beverly Hills Cop 4. Why? Is, is Eddie Murphy going to be in it too? I would hope so. That's his franchise. Let's see. Scrolling. Uh, to, 
and how they want. All right. Directors of the fourth movie have been chatting about their plans on a talk show in Holland, and they want a major star like Hardy or Tatum to clash with Murphy. Okay. I don't know if I want to see a Channing Tatum Eddie versus Mur- Eddie Murphy, or a. I definitely yeah, don't want to see a Tom Hardy versus Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's a he's a cool actor. Tom Hardy would act circles around him, but it if would he also ha- just look odd, <laughs> that would be, uh, they'd be on a poster, both holding guns, face to face. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, half Hardy. Eddie Murphy face, half Tom Hardy. It'd be Hardy, it'd be Murphy versus Hardy in Beverly Hills Cop Four. <laughs> that is a no, thank you. Yeah. yeah, your movie ain't never gonna get made. Y'all better off uh, grabbing Brandon T. Jackson. From the canceled TV show and let him do a little father and son team up thing on the big screen. Yeah, man. (laughs) Tom Tom Hardy and Eddie Murphy. Then I really wouldn't. If you asked me to like map out Tom Hardy's career, if he did this, I really wouldn't know what he's doing because he he's already doing different stuff that I wouldn't picture him in like (laughs) Venom. But this is why are he doing Venom? (laughs) He must loved Venom. So many other options. He probably was lied to in the uh, in the meetings. It was like, yeah, I know right now we're not going to be paired up with Spider-Man in any shape, form, or fashion. But trust us, later down the line, y'all going to team up and whatnot. The age difference like, is so bananas. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. But uh, so, yeah, that's just some that's just some awkward news. I'm not reading anything else on it. Um, wait, hold on. It's a new concept with the directors going to state. The sequel have a $50 million budget. Most of it shot in Detroit. Yeah, okay. Let me know when this actually works out. Detroit, Eminem, and Eddie Murphy. That's a little better. If Eminem would have started in Elysium and started that other movie, he was supposed to Jumper. Jumper, Elysium, Wanted. Eminem wouldn't have made any albums because he would have been a movie (laughs) action star. He would have been Dwight Will Smith. Right, and then put, him and Will him, Smith in a movie. They they squashed a beef they had back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what they need to do is, we should put Eminem in all the roles of Will Smith movies. So, Eminem and Jaden and, um... In Pursuit of Happiness. And After Earth. <laughs> oh. Would Eminem's music oh. career would have been able to survive the dud that After Earth was on the big screen. That's a tough one because Eminem is classic, go but back After into Earth hiding. was so bad. <laughs> that ruined Jayden's movie career. That that would be the type of mo- tra- movie trajectory he'd be on with <laughs> One It Jumper, Elysium. Uh-huh. I'm going to do this After Earth movie since I'm a, a sci-fi action star. After Earth was garbage. It almost messed up. Uh, I don't know if Will Smith has been correct and been right since then. If you look he's at try, least we can see like, he's trying. Yeah, he's like, good. Try to fix this. I'm talking about like critically. I feel like oh, his no, movies ain't hitting. They ain't biased towards him no more. Yeah, it was just like uh, Will Smith movies is good, but uh, After Earth kind of it definitely shut down Jane's career. He hasn't done a movie since. He's the voice of an anime character. No, on that don't count. That don't count. Drake Bell a, does a animated bla- stuff. A black anime character looked very odd with the colorful spiky hair. <laughs> Love. Yeah. Then you then you got a okay. Put Eminem in pursuit of happiness. He would kill. He would get a. Oscar. You get an Oscar. That's a given. Eminem put him in Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to do that cowboy movie. What was that called? Have gun, real travel. 
Oh yeah, he was supposed to do one of the little crappy sounding movies. I think Chris Pratt done stole the trap of his movies that he Eminem was up for. And Eminem was up for Southpaw too. Oh, he, yeah, did, he settled and did the soundtrack. Dang, Eminem was Southpaw. That seems more realistic. Yeah, that'd have been. Especially because he got buff again now. That'd have been sweet. That'd have been good. That'd have been perfect. They had to settle, had to settle for Jake Gyllenhaal. Every time Eminem is supposed to do a movie, they have to settle. They have to get a superstar. Like, guess we'll settle for Matt Damon. Yeah. Hey. Except for Jumper. Yeah, they like, got Jumper, Hayden Christensen. Yep. They had to super settle. Technically, Hayden Christensen was he was on fire back then. <laughs> I mean, even though everybody hated his performances <laughs> in the movies, he was still he was still oh, a known commodity back yeah. then. Jesus. Uh, who's the co-star in Jumper? Because Eminem or whoever was co-starring in it. I feel like it was a black dude. It was a black dude and a white this. dude. And another white. And a lady? Why well, I feel like Idris Elba was in it. Samuel Jackson? Samuel had to be. I always get Jumper mixed up with Push. So Push was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Chris Evans dud. I had a free ticket to go see that. I think that was Push. Alright, so this movie would have been Eminem. Jamie Bell. I knew it was that was Jamie Bell. Rachel Wilson. Mm-hmm. Rachel? Where is well, she? <laughs> she's unhiding. Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson is in every... If you mention five movies, he's in one of them. It can be random five movies. He's in one of them. Michael Rooker. Anna Sophia Robb. Woo! She was a child then. And that's it. No. If he was in Elysium, that's a Elysium. That was, uh, I don't even remember that movie anymore. I thought it was I back in the day. Him so, playing that role would have been very odd. Yeah, it would have been Eminem, Jodie Foster, uh, Charlotte Copley, whatever his name is, and Diego Luna. Diego Luna was in that movie? I uh, thought I didn't see him. I thought the first time I seen him was in Star Wars, whatever, whatever. Yep, he was in that. Dang, I want Eminem to do some movies now. It's movie time. Yeah, you getting old. You can't just sit in your studio 24-7. <laughs> Especially since you don't want to go on tour over here. You know, yeah. he's like to fly overseas. Which, that doesn't make any sense to me. You don't like leaving home that much. <laughs> but when you do go do shows, you do yeah. it overseas. <laughs> Now nah, I know they got big old stadiums for you to perform in, but still, I don't like. They must give him a whole bunch of money. Yeah, he must have a bigger fan base overseas, which is weird. But um, what else Eminem did or Will Smith did? He did you know Men in Black. So you pair uh, Eminem up with uh, Tommy Lee. <laughs> that ain't crazy. Uh, Eminem and Hitch. So he's teaching. <laughs> Teaching Kevin James how to work. Yeah, that, that was, that's, that's still probably the one that would work out the least. <laughs> uh, Emin, uh, Eminem and Kevin James and Hitch. And Eminem's over here chasing after uh, Eva Mendes. <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, Eminem and to tell the truth or tell the truth. <laughs> to he could just play it like he looks and still be that African. <laughs> be white with the African accent. accent. <laughs> Tell the uh, truth. That would be, uh, but Eminem was dead shot. That would be sweet. Dang. And he would be actually crazy. <laughs> they probably try to make him play. Him and Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie wouldn't be getting married to who she ever she is in real life because she would be dating Eminem. 
and then in Suicide Squad, the twist is Deadshot is actually the Joker. Oh, Eminem definitely could have played the Joker. That's Eminem. They should. Eminem is the Joker. Dang. In this little Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese joint. Dang. Yeah, that's what I want. And that's when he becomes a superstar. Then he'll probably kill himself because the limelight will be so heavy yeah. on him again. He ain't trying to do all that. <laughs> Start taking sleeping pills again. All right. All right. Any more? What's we do? Any more movies? Well, Besides that little uh, where you play that gay dude. Eminem doing the voice in Shark Tale. <laughs> Eminem as the genie in Aladdin. Is this genie? Is he gonna be himself? I have no clue, and I'm still thinking about <laughs> how Lion King, the new Lion King, is gonna be live action. But there's no people in Lion King, so how is it live action? Because it's still gonna be a cartoon, basically. <laughs> I'm very confused by all this. I seen that set photo of Eminem with he, the other two stars. Eminem. Why you? Uh, <laughs> They're, they're one. Eminem is Will Smith now. But I see Will Smith on the set. He had a hat on and nothing else. <laughs> no other costume. Yeah. I'm and they're not dark enough. <laughs> they need to tan them up, put a little bit of. They go hit the tanning bed every day before set. Then, You're going to see them gradually get browner during the movie. Let me type in. See if Will Smith will have a costume on. I mean, he going to come twirling out of that genie body. It's going to be full Will Smith. <laughs> it's going to look weird. If, if he gonna come out like a Kazam, Shaq when he has the hat and the pants on with the boom box on yeah, his shoulder. That's what they should do. Urban it up some. Dang. Disney too white. <laughs> All right. Moving on to talking about it again. So we already said how it is a the second week is a big success. It even broke or surprised people all over again with how much money it made. Now I got a question for you. Which movie is more is success? Which movie's success is more surprising? Deadpool, Get Out, or It? Between those three, which one is the most surprising and why? I'll probably lean towards Get Out since it doesn't have a already created concept and it's not based on a comic book or a remake or anything. Okay, but. It is probably close just because I really, truly didn't know people wanted to see it that bad. So you say it is over Deadpool? Just by a little bit because Deadpool was, Deadpool was shocking because of it's being rated R and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would probably have to agree because I, I completely forgot that. I don't know why I wasn't thinking about Get Out and the aspects you were thinking about, which... Makes it even more of a easy choice for that to be the one that surprised the most, because besides the fact that it like it has an original story, which we rarely see original stories prop make a profit or do anything successful, um, and it had a bunch of nobodies in there. It felt like unless you watch Girls or the Carmichael Show, <laughs> but um, it also like the the to- like its topic that it talked about was a race horror movie and it's it's heads or tails when it comes to a race movie being successful and as successful and on top of its small on top of its small budget it was like winning the freaking lottery the way that movie was so successful but between deadpool and it that's uh, a tough one because we already know the stuff with deadpool it took many years to finally get off the ground uh it was like one of the first r-rated um 
superhero movies in a time where all you see is a bunch of PG-13 superhero movies. It's it's like its hero is very raunchy and whatnot. So all that going for it, and they put it out on Valentine's Day. Very weird. <laughs> but then it it was leaning on a popular novel from years ago from a popular author whose movies have been not as has has not been adapted as well of recent. It was rated R, had a Steven bunch of nobodies in it. Universe had two movies come out this year, and one sucked. That's crazy. And what else? And then it it's a it's just a clown. I mean, I know it, before this year, if you would have asked me, what's that clown's name from that one movie? Ain't nobody <laughs> been able to tell you. I didn't even know his name was Pennywise. Uh-huh. So just all that going for it, I'd probably say it is more of a surprise because Deadpool has a whole superhero genre going for it. People know Ryan Reynolds, even though it was probably in a Ryan his, Reynolds, that was the low point. Yeah, of it was defunct back then. And I mean, not many people knew about Deadpool, but the fact that it's a superhero, I guess there was intrigue there. But this movie made too, it made too much money. It's just, it's crazy how much money <laughs> that made. It had a dope trailer, which helped. But even all that, I still wouldn't have guessed that it made over $100 million in its opening weekend. Nuts. I mean, ain't nothing else that was really out around it, but still, you would have just think nobody would have went to the movies. So I'm going to have to go with Get Out. It and then Deadpool. Yeah. All right. Keeping on the subject of it and Dark Tower that we just brought up, I read this article and they were explaining why it succeeded and Dark Tower didn't. Um, but it wasn't obvious enough. It was like getting technical, and this <laughs> it just wasn't. It wasn't straight to the point. Now, in your um, I can't even think of basic words. In your opinion, why did it succeed and Dark Tower fell. I mean, it looked better. It was a property we older people seen before, but it gets remade in 2017. It's a horror, you know, appears to be a horror movie, and that makes other people want to check it out. They want to see the performance of a scary clown, and then Dark Tower. It's like the movie don't really know what's happening. Got two <laughs> middle-aged men fighting, <laughs> fighting with hand, like hand movements and bullet. And it's a sci-fi movie that didn't have a wide, like, range for its audience. It was very niche. So, and then it was more straightforward. That's All right, definitely the reason. All right, so we're gonna go back to the looks department. So between. The first It trailer you remember seeing in the first Dark Tower trailer. You oh. said It looked good. Yeah. What do you remember about the Dark Tower trailer? I remember being specifically disappointed. <laughs> All because, right. Because I was like, this is the movie y'all been hyping for however long it took y'all to make this. All right. So we got trailers. We give the, the go-ahead to It. I already said how great the It trailer looked. It made me anticipated f- to see the movie and, and I didn't even really care about going back and watching the the little mini series that it had and I still don't because the clown <laughs> looked very uh, cheap to me yeah. so I ain't watching that but I was very geeked to see this movie I thought it looked very uh, f- uh, terrifying in a non-terrifying way because I don't get scared of movies I remember seeing the Dark Tower trailer I think nothing about this is intriguing to me besides the fact that it has Idris Elba in it other than that I don't see anything ah Sorry, right, so we got one for it, none for Dark Tower. Let's go on Star Power. 
Star power would be obviously uh, Dark Tower. All right. But were they showing in a way that it's like, uh, all right, we'll do it this way. Character. So you got the star power of Dark Tower versus a clown, a scary clown. Which one you riding with? Or which one is more intriguing? I'm going to go scary clown because they made Idris Elba didn't look that cool. And Matthew McConaughey for sure didn't look cool. He was thin and not the type of Matthew McConaughey performance I would like to see. All right. Then you got horror movie versus sci-fi action movie. Def, it it usually depends, but horror is usually something you can watch straight for it, so I'll go with horror. And the way this climate is looking, horror movies are easily accessible to a casual movie fan as opposed to a sci-fi movie, because we see the way these sci-fi movies be bombing nowadays. And then, um, and then you got based off of like it's uh, what it's coming from, like its body of work. You think it is more popular the novel, or do you think the Dark Tower little series is more popular? I'm not sure. I had a feeling. Hmm. It feels like Dark Tower is more popular, but maybe it's just something that over time it got more popular since they hadn't made anything of it. But it had the miniseries based off the book. So it had, like, more to go off of. And then lastly, you got um, which one had more trouble getting to the big screen? The Dark Tower or this iteration of it? Probably the Dark Tower. All right. So with even all that said, I think the most, the easiest... um, the easiest thing to point to why one fell and one didn't, one just looked better than the other one. Yep. One looked better. It don't matter if it's actually better. One <laughs> looked better than the other one. M- looked much better than the other one. So that means that's going to make me go see it compared to going to see The Dark Tower. Now, I've seen both movies. I already set my piece on it. I already said how crappy I thought The Dark Tower was. So am I surprised that The Dark Tower bombed? No, because I could have told you before the summertime that that movie was going to bomb. Yeah. Am I surprised it is a success? Yes, but if you would have asked me, I still said it made more money than The Dark Tower just because it's positioning in the year, it's a horror movie, and it looks better. Uh, Keeping it pushing, moving away from it finally. Matthew Vaughn said he's working on a Kingsman 3. Kingsman, the Golden Circle comes out this Friday. Go check that out. But anyways, he said he's working on Kingsman 3, and he's had talks about doing Superman, which there's rumors coming out that he's going to direct Man of Steel 2. So which one do you think he should direct, Kingsman 3 or Man of Steel 2? Might as well just finish off his little trilogy, because Man of Steel 2, he's still in that that universe that is not thriving, so... (laughs) Stick to your little thing, even though this Kingsman, it ain't really like sparking my eye like the other one. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have that. Probably just because this one, there's more uh, different characters. And reading about the, the comic book, it, the movies are so different. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised by that. But even though this one's getting good reviews so far, and they're saying it reminds them of the first one if it's not as good. So I'm, uh, okay. I'm assuming it's going to be, if the first one was great. 
It was one of my favorite movies of the year. It came out. I can't remember if that was 2005 or 14. But whenever it came out, one of my favorite movies of that year. So I can't wait to see this one. But so you say you'd rather have him do Kingsman 3 over Man of Steel 2? Yeah. What if he would executive produce Kingsman 3? I mean, I'll, I'll watch him take a whack at Man of Steel 2, but you still got Henry Cavill. Still, <laughs> not that he's terrible or nothing, but it's, it ain't got that pizzazz or nothing. He got that DC, uh, DCU written, nah, he don't written all to, over him. He don't need to do that movie. All right, so you're still going Save with Kingsman yourself. 3? Yeah. Alright, this one's actually a tough decision for me. Because like you said, uh, DC just got a lot of bad juju going on around it. And I really don't want like good people involving themselves in it. People I actually like. And, um, and Kingsman 2, it looks good. Kingsman was great. So, and I definitely would want to see another one. And I would like him to direct it. But if he would executive produce it and still had like a hands-on approach with Kingsman 3, but directed Man of Steel 2, I think I would say go ahead and direct Man of Steel 2 because he already showed us what he could do with Kingsman. And I would hope that there's somebody working with him that can do an admirable job if he wasn't behind the camera. And I like the way he does his action sequences and the way he writes. So if he's able to write the script for Man of Steel 2 as well as direct it, then he's going to he's going to bring a different tone. He's going to bring a dark tone that the first Man of Steel had, but he's also going to be able to blend it with some lighter hu- lighter touches like humor and stuff like that. Yeah, if for sure needs that. If that if that place will allow it. I mean, they did it with Wonder Woman. <laughs> so if they will allow Man of Steel 2 to be lighter, then his his writing ability along with his ability to direct action. We saw the first Man of Steel. In my opinion, the action was the best part of that movie, so you don't want to drift too far away from that. So he would be able to bring an admirable approach to the action along with upping the actual script. And I think DC is, I guess they're drifting back into making their own versions of Marvel movies, just with their characters. <laughs> so if you bring him along to give him that dark touch they still need, I would like him, I would love to see him take an attempt at Man of Steel 2. But if he did it and it failed, I'm just, I'm almost, I'm just, I'm doing away with these DC movies. I'm going to still see them, but I'm assuming all of them going to suck from after that. And I think Kingsman 3. As long as he writes that movie and produces it, I don't. He, I guess, if he has another opportunity like Man of Steel on the plate on his plate, then I wouldn't be mad if he didn't direct the third one. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a great director, so whatever he does, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe he'll take another stab at uh, jump back in the X Men universe or something. That's what it's <laughs> called. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to throw out there before we move on? Uh, I can't think of nothing. Dang. Oh, the new uh, Hellboy picture. He looked very odd. He looked very buff. Yeah. Is that him? Is that actually? I'm his? pretty sure that ain't his body. <laughs> he don't look like that. I say because I've seen him recently. I don't. I don't know if I did or didn't, but he didn't look that buff. And this one looks like a legit monster. Uh, Ron Perlman. He looked like you know. He looked like. Whatever, when but Ron Perlman. that's his name, right? Yeah, that's okay. what it looked like. But this guy looks like a, a freak, yeah. <laughs> like somebody you lock in a cage. <laughs> so maybe that'll be good for it. Maybe it'll, 
be better. Cause I, I mean, I like the first two Hellboys, but I wasn't like in love with them like people are. All right, so then we can go ahead and move on to the punishment segment of the show. You have anybody you want to nominate for that? Hmm. Nah. Right, I got I got two. I got two nominees for you. First up, we got Chris McKay again for his. <laughs> he about to get it just off the fact that it's again <laughs> for his Warner Brother comments about directors. And let me pull them comments up. Uh, hurry up, phone. All right, he said in an interview recently. He said Warner Brothers is a more director-driven studio. Period. The end. More than any other studio you're ever going to work at. Just look at the roster of world-class... Oh, my gosh, website. Dang, pulling up <laughs> stupid BMW ads. Hit the X. Dang. Anyway, where was I at? Uh, okay, he said, Just look at the roster of world-class filmmakers that have worked at Warner Brothers and made it their home. Warner Brothers is a director-driven studio, and that's exactly how they are operating these movies. He was also quoted as saying... Um, when touching on the subject between DC and Marvel and their rivalry, rivalry, he was explaining their scheme and it was like, why these movies are not trying to follow the Marvel model, they're trying to do their own thing with filmmakers that they like and produce, yeah, and produce right. things that are wholly original and wholly unique. Then he was also quoted as saying, DC, uh, when speaking of Warner Brothers and DC, they still want to build a universe and that's why it takes a lot of time and a lot of, a lot of people banging their heads together trying to figure out what to do. Because it's hard. It's hard to get all these people and all these egos and all this stuff in one place and get it all to work out. But they're committed to that. And that's what ama- that's what's amazing about working with John Berg and Geoff or Jeff Jones, whatever you pronounce his name. They're real partners. Whoa. And so is everyone at the Warner Brothers family. So him, he sees a completely different thing going on at Warner Brothers DC than the rest of us. So he's up for punishment. And the next nominee is your boy. Tyrese for going Man. on Instagram and calling out Dwayne Johnson uh, about how he needs tie. why he needs to postpone his Hobbs spinoff movie and <laughs> get to working on this Fast and the Furious sequel so they can get it out on the date that they established. So which one of those individuals are you voting for for punishment this week? Uh, I don't like when Black Tie be talking out the side of his mouth. <laughs> But he gonna get the old sweet lady pass for one week. <laughs> if he do something else this week, then <laughs> I'm gonna give it over to Chris McKay. All right, Chris McKay, you at it again, brother? Cause he just I don't know why people people who defend DC sound real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tyree's lucky because this Fast and the Furious ship is sinking before our very own eyes. I don't like that none of them was friends anymore. <laughs> they all going to be in separate rooms. Yeah, they got they all got their own trailers. They ain't coming out until it's time to shoot the scene. And then I'm speaking after the scene says cut. Uh, I mean, first you got Paul Walker dies. Paul and Walker, R.I.P. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Vinny D, they beefing. Then you got Michelle Rodriguez saying uh, she has a problem with what's going on over there. <laughs> And just all this other stuff. It's so it's just this is what this movie need to end like our toy movies used to end. The world explode, everybody die. It would make sense in Fast and Furious. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. I wouldn't walk out the movie shocked. I'd be like, all right. 
they should really kill characters off in that in these la this last one. They might as well. They be or doing these last ones. They can't kill Vin Diesel because that would completely go against the grain of what they established it, so it's not far. Even possible. But everybody else, they can take a they can trip take a trip down Death Lane. I don't care. <laughs> All right, Chris McCray, uh, Chris McKay, sir. I'm surprised, but once again, you are on punishment. You like. Yeah, like you said, anybody who defends Warner Brothers sound crazy. Let your movie nice. come out first. It's all this pre-talking. All this pre-talking I don't like. I don't care if you're just talking about how you see things. Chill, fam. Keep them comments to yourself. We already, I already don't believe your Nightwing movie is coming out. Nobody want, I think they just pick characters that should be in just group movies. And they said they it was... have solo movies. And they said it's Dick Grayson. I think they said it's Dick Grayson after he's worked with Batman. But didn't like which Robin did? I thought it the was Joker Dick Grayson get? that the Joker killed, but it must not be. So is this gonna be a one-off, and he gonna die in this movie? Is he gonna go against the Joker then? That wouldn't make no sense because the Joker's or the one the the costume that the Joker wrote all along was Robin's costume. Oh yeah. So maybe he didn't actually kill him. Maybe Dick Grayson escaped his clutches. I hope he did. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, Chris. Okay, you're on punishment, sir. Keep. Go sit in the corner and keep your comments to yourself until after your movie comes out. If your movie come out, you want to do all that tough talk? Do all that tough talk, man. That's why Patty Jenkins is read up. She got a bunch of money for this Wonder Woman, too. Now she can start on everybody. But y'all, y'all got to chill because ain't nobody actually believe your movie's actually coming out. So chill, fam. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of this show. Tomato. Last week, we predicted like three movies, but we need to resolve one of them, and that is American Assassin. I know. Let's call it that. Yeah, you ain't never heard American Assassin pronounced that way? That's, <laughs> fan, that's how fancy people pronounce it. Fancy. All right. So, if I go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, American Assassin, it, for one, that's not like a rap name. It's Man, your boy. XXX American <laughs> Assassin. He's wildin'. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. You don't need to be selling them albums he's selling. And, and I'm sick of people saying his album is good. It's not as short <laughs> and whack. That is a snippet album. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all tripping. I, I'm just getting mad now, but it's sitting at a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I gave it a 54%. You gave it. A 52% giving you the slight edge this week. Thank goodness. Letting you pull off the W. Now the... Dang it. For the fact that we said in the 50s, make that sounds too high. <laughs> this, the rating. this movie looked like a 50-something percent <laughs> movie. I have a feeling this movie is actually good. Because it looks like one of those movies that will be uh, poorly judged by critics, but... If there's, like, shooting and violence and action throughout the whole thing, I necessarily ain't going to be mad at it. I just don't particularly have an interest in a Dylan O'Brien, Michael Keaton movie. <laughs> so, the grand, or the grand total right now is me, 21, you, 14. I got to catch up like crazy. Hines. So, given, still, uh, get, still got time to catch sigh. up. Hi. Huh? <laughs> You said Psy. I said hi. Psy hi? Psy the Prince, your favorite rapper. Uh, hey. Grown. 
Uh, ups. <laughs> Bars. Uh, and no, I'm not disgust. talking jail cell. Get <laughs> shocking going. That was whack. Um oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got him for days, week. weeks. Somebody said trash, garbage in a song. Nah, I come with more clever stuff like trash. Don't put that in the recycle bin. Pull it up in the recycle bins. That's because mm. I real posted the seats, new paint, new tires with some fresh brakes. <laughs> Dang. I don't want to hear song. about. I don't want to hear about the legit like necessary <laughs> upgrades you made to your car. <laughs> Got the brakes done. You don't never hear a rapper stunt about getting his brakes done. <laughs> That's what they need to talk about because right. I get expensive sometimes. I can, it does. I can picture J. Cole rapping about that on his next boring uh, album. Because he already had phone clothes. Next one, he's going to get a call a new song tune up or an oil <laughs> change. Whew. All right. What I think it's, it's the Blu rays or what movie? Blu-rays, and there's only one this week, and that would be Wonder Woman. That's already out? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I accept this one as a gift. It's a great movie. No, I'm going to put that as a must-own, because if I can want Suicide Squad and own <laughs> Batman vs. Superman, I can add this to my collection on my ever-ending uh, journey of trying to own all the superhero movies in both these two universes, so I put that as a must-own. Mm-hmm. It's just a woman movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> like that woman? That's one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't know also in that movie, for one, I didn't think she did her own stunts because the amount of CGI in that movie was ridiculous. <laughs> and for two, I didn't know they had a male stunt double for her at times. Huh. So a dude that had must to, have been a slender man. They had a, I forget his name. He's done a bunch of movies. They Scary. said, movie, bars, film, roll, bread. <laughs> I was about to Dang, say. I shut him down. Nah, I was about to say cheese. <laughs> bread, cheese. Bread, money, cheese. Nah, money nah. is going to be one of them type of joints. Cigarettes. Huh? Uh, joints? Who calls cigarettes joints? I don't know. <laughs> I don't smoke. <laughs> I surely don't. They could call them joints. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Wonder Woman, I put that as a, a must-own joint. 
Marvels and woo! I didn't know Marvels and Humans has a seven percent right now. And, that made me jealous. I ain't got no interest in watching it. <laughs> I wanted to see it, but these bad reviews ain't <laughs> making it any better. Yikes. Frightening. Scary movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Ferris. Regina Hall. Marlon Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's Brothers. I don't know why I was about to say something like Kumo D. That was the first thing that yep. came to my head. I don't know how that was in your head. You must have just been black entertainers. <laughs> they probably listen to Kumo D. Yeah, they seem like they listen to Kumo D. On their, on their Saturday mini movies. <laughs> All right, what movie you plan on seeing before the next episode? Dr. Dre. <laughs> Gosh, Compton. I would like to see Battle of the Sexes if that's going to be playing anywhere. Right, I feel like they're going to play me, and it's not. If not, you can't go wrong with Lego Ninjago and or Kingsman. Obviously, Kingsman Golden Circle will be the must see of the weekend. But have you watched the first one yet? Not all of it. (laughs) That's why I can't guarantee that's what I'm going to see. Alright. But I got the Blu-ray sitting there, so there ain't no excuse. Alright, for me, it's Kingsman I'll put at the very top. But the next movie I plan on seeing is American Assassin in the next bruh, day bruh. or two. But you never know. A brother can mess around, come back and see a multiple movies. Because these last couple weeks, I've been slipping on my movie game. <laughs> I've been watching like a two. I haven't even been watching nothing at home, so... I need to step up when the 2K coming out really doesn't help things. Yeah. Especially. Dang, I don't see that made me really not even want to leave the house. <laughs> Man, I ain't been going to the gym. Been drinking pop. Just so. gathering up pounds for the winter. Mm. Dang. Young uh, Snuggles. <laughs> what? Dang, like that. I'm hungry. <laughs> Throw is killing me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal. What you call You already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Baby Knight, Caesar Christ, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Belly Rollin'. Who else I is? Uh, Nady Crosby. Who else I is? It's your boy, really him. It's your boy, Nady Wise. And Rolly uh, Man. Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's Joaquin Pennyworth, a.k.a. K. Pennyworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zet. Kai Dollar Side Knife Guy Booking Agent K Young Black Phillip Kayanya Taylor Joy Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah Terry Hightower Chevy K Course Kojo Station Wagon K <laughs> <laughs> Chatwick Flossman Cool Breeze Egg Boy and uh Let's do this one more time <clears throat> Sweet, Sweet Lady, lady Would you be mine? Sweet love for a lifetime. 
I'll be there when you need me. Just call me. Jai Courtney sucks. Miles Where are Taylor you? sucks. Where are you? Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Chingy sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Do we have a girl this week? Hmm. What women have I seen do stuff? There was a I feel like there movies. <laughs> women in movies. I don't think so. I think I did see something about a girl that was upsetting. I think it was in the music, though. What was it? Who could just somebody about to just catch a stray? I'm trying to think. What girl was it? Ah, uh, I don't know. I listened to an album that was whack. I mean, I saw Chrissy Metz at the Emmys. Was she and as big as she was at the she MTV? Definitely wasn't like thin or nothing. Did she look like a fruit roll up again? No, nah, she just had a regular little black outfit on. Okay, at least she stepped her clothes game up. <laughs> All right, old Christy Matt, stop. <laughs> that, that's it, <laughs> man. Stop sucking down them hoagies. <laughs> Are hoagies even a thing anymore? I they shouldn't they be. They must cause... call it that in Philadelphia or something. How about to say they shouldn't make yeah. hoagies anymore because you might get a pill yeah, slipped in there and get you, uh, fall asleep. <laughs> a Tylenol PM. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody. Women. Shout out to shout out to the, Ansel Elgert. Shout out to the the Sparks and the Lynx. They meeting up in the WNBA Finals again. Rematch. We're gonna get ring number two in a row. Candace Parker. And shout out to the girl that's actually the superstar of the team. And I can't think of your name. Uh, away. Yeah, whatever her name is. And didn't did Cynthia Fowles win MVP? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I ask that question like it's a known thing. Like, who won MVP? That's just my team. I don't I gotta follow them all season. They but eight games. <laughs> eight games, twelve teams. Dang, they like the big three league. All right, well then, uh, Skylar Diggins sucks. Yeah. <laughs> just because she lost. Nah, Brittany Griner sucks because she missed the go-ahead jumper to beat the to beat. The, the the sparks and so they got swept. So Lord. that that man Brandy lady Gr- won. Brittany Griner sucks for the fact that she ain't the most dominant WNBA yeah, player all time. You, that's sad. You probably ever since she lost her girl, she's been tripping. Hey, Trey Songz pull up on her or something. He the one. He mistake girl. He would, <laughs> I don't think he he's got desperate enough to dip <laughs> that low in the in, in the the fish pool. All right. So what? Who's the best couple? Brittany Griner and Trey Songs together. Forget him and <laughs> yuck. Uh, Brittany Griner. For you what? Know, he has to stand on a stepping stool. Sheldon Williams and Candace Parker shouldn't be the match. It should be Sheldon and Brittany Griner. <laughs> they fit better. Yeah, Sheldon OG though, because he knocked her up and was able to get a baby out of her. So even though his yeah. career ain't popping, yeah, he did. It the, they did it the other way around. Yeah. They did the old uh, love and basketball, so he was on the sideline holding the kid while she was in her Sparks jersey. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Sheldon at CBS. 
gosh. <laughs> Bar. Mick Bar. Had me a Is that a Mick Bar? <laughs> Is that something at McDonald's? I get I the Mick Bar. And they sell candy bars now. Yeah, that's an ice cream with a chocolate coating and a regular. Old that would ice be cream. gross <laughs> if McDonald's started selling that. Dang, I smell like French fry grease. Mm, French fries. Mm, French fries. Yeah, had a French fry. Mm, French fry. Okay. Mm, had a French fry. I said, mm, had a French fry. Had a French fry. Mm-hmm. Mm, had a French fry. Mm, pulled up on rallies. Okay. Asked for some French fries. Okay. Put up at McDonald's. Uh-huh. Asked for some French fries. Okay. Put up at Dairy Queen. Uh-huh. Didn't ask for no French fries. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> this turns into two hours out of nowhere. You already know we got to end this off with a... Yeah.